Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Alex Bonilla. Chukity. And Sarah Potter. Hello. Uh, Chukity Chuk. I remember that from the episode. (laughs) There's also a Chukity Puk Puk in there, too. Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, there was thanks, actually, thanks, Alex. There was nothing a lot of mooncake to choose from. A lot of mooncake quotes to choose yeah, from. I know it's surprising. So yeah, we'll get into the mooncake heavy question mark episode uh, eleven of Final Space season two, the setup, which aired tonight on Adult Swim. Um, we've been talking about Final Space every week. It's been new as we're off. As Final Space was off last week, I think, for Labor Day. Um, check us out at overlyanimated.com. Search for Overly Animated Final Space on your podcast app. Or subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Spoilers for the setup and all previous episodes of Final Space. Kind of a, a twist going on here, so make sure you have seen the setup before listening any further. That being said, Michelle, what are your thoughts on the setup? Um, I mean, I thought it was a good episode. I'm like, what's still, where's the like, trepidation? From? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just did not anticipate us really treating Clarence like a serious yeah, thing. Yeah. And we kind of <laughs> did. But also, I'm like, wait, what is he really? Is he a snake rat or that bug? Or is he Clarence? Like, I don't Unclear. know. It's not, it's not really important. We got a lot of Kevin in this episode. Yes. And I do think that was a really good decision they made. And oh, the amazing. montage was especially amazing. <laughs> when he's like, wait, that was when they tried to kill me. Montage continues. <laughs> It's so good. Kevin is constantly selfless. And I man, now he's gonna go crazy chewing Ash's hair, but like he he's such a trooper. Good for him. He saved Fox. Fox was really funny this episode too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I know some people aren't as high on him as I am, but like I think he's a great character. And this was a good episode for him. It was. Um I mean I thought it was a good episode. I like I don't I don't I'm trying to figure out how I feel about Cheryl doing all of this for her boo. But then again, like, she legitimately cares about him probably more than Gary. So, like, I guess that checks out. I feel like that's been established. So, maybe it's fine. I mean, we got some evil Titan stuff going on. So, that'll be, you know, that'll Mm -hmm. be a thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I... (laughs) Hugh and Mooncake did a lot. I think they legitimately had like a pretty fun night out. So that was that was a nice surprise. I'm sure Alex was happy about it. I think Alex would, <laughs> is going to be. I think Alex is going to be very happy about it. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. He got the hat. He got fifty thousand. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Great. And Mooncake was also there. This is this is exactly what Alex was asking for with more Hugh and more Mooncake. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not excited about it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm very excited. I was just restraining myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just read that. Like waiting his turn, story. Michelle. Okay, so. That's cool. <laughs> Michelle, I'm gonna, I'm very eager to get your take on whether Kevin has permanently changed, but we'll save oh, that for God. after we get everyone else's thoughts. Let's, let's, cool. We'll come back to that very soon. Okay, Alex, what did you think of the setup? I was actually really impressed by this episode, and in part because of the reason that Michelle is was kind of hesitant to praise it, because of the fact that Clarence is not meant to be a serious character. And yet somehow this episode 
does get me to feel bad for the people because of what Clarence did. And I think that the master stroke is that we like tie in Fots and Ash and their whole deal with the, having a new family, but also Clarence is their family. And so like the betrayal feels a lot bigger because of their reactions to it. So I think that that's a very good uh, choice that the show makes to make Clarence kind of important, even though he's been a joke character this entire time. Also, there's a lot of Kevin, Hugh, and Mooncake. Finally, <laughs> he has some yeah. a, a good a good full humor B plot to work with. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, to, it was a lot better than if you gave me the pieces on paper. I'd be like, uh, I don't know, but like I think it executed it all pretty well. And I will again come with the hot take that there was barely Gary in this episode, and it was an episode I really liked. So I'm just gonna say, I don't think it's a hot take the fifth time you say it. That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to reiterate, Gary okay. is yeah, not really a character do. in this episode, and I really enjoyed this episode. So I'm sensing a correlation at this point. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Gary was great in the episode. He wasn't that visible, but um, well, that's the that's, that's the point. That's I the don't point. think he was great because he was invisible. I mean, he had small good moments. You know, exactly. He he put him in. Overstay his welcome. Okay. Exactly. That, yeah, that's maybe, yeah. They did a good job of giving us all the side characters we care about, which is Kevin, Hugh, Fox, Ash, and now Clarence. But like, we, we have to have Clarence. a reason. Okay. Well, that's a hot take. Episode, we care about Clarence. Just for this episode and because of his connection to the other characters. So, yeah. They did okay. a good job there. Okay. I have a comment on that. But first, let's get. Mm. In, no, agreeing with you. Um, but first, let's get Sarah's thoughts on this episode. Also, Sarah, since you recently uh, caught up on the season, if you have any uh, particularly strong takes on the season overall. Um, that's hard because this this show is so crazy, sometimes so absurd. I really enjoy generally the season. It feels like all the side characters are a lot more prominent. It like it, I just love that like we get all these. We it feels like Gary's role is smaller. And like we've added that to like all the other side characters, and I really love that because like this show is so great. Like this episode specifically, just because there are so many characters going on, but it's like not confusingly a lot, like Young Justice or something like that. It's just that there's enough characters that we can have all these really crazy side plots going on, and also have this plot going on at the same time. But also, don't I'm allowed to curse, right? Yes. Yeah. Fuck Clarence. Thank fuck he's gone. I'm so <laughs> done with him. Yeah, I don't think he's gone, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was just sad forever if he's going to come I back. want him just to be sad forever because I yeah. hate him. You hate, I hate Clarence. So- okay, that's the, yeah. Dylan also hates Clarence, so you're in good company, Sarah. <laughs> I, it, it's yeah. not even like I hate that type I, of I don't character. Know if I, like good I just company, find it so <laughs> annoying. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let, let's chill. This is, we're, we're too early to be <laughs> coming chill. in this hot, okay? You told me how I felt. No, no, no I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Alex, okay? <laughs> Well, I just like to say, Sarah says "fuck Clarence." I say Clarence fucks. He do- oh he clearly God. does fuck. I mean, he does, but I don't like <laughs> that. I don't want to think about that. Oh my God! That was that, even that line where like Gary is like, "Don't sex say stuff, sex yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was great. I also will say that I mirror Alex's love of Hugh. Hugh is incredible, and he finally got the B plot he deserved. Yeah, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Power. <laughs> did you did you give your takes on this episode yet? I don't remember. <laughs> I said fuck Clarence. Oh, that's your. Is it a good episode though? 
Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. I guess I have to say whether I liked it as a whole. I liked it. It was like <laughs> it, it's like crazy. There's a lot of craziness going on, which I think is what when Final Space is good. It's when it's going like really crazy. But there's also enough like character movement and plot movement that like it doesn't feel like it's stagnant. So like I think this episode is just really successful in a lot of ways. Uh, I think the weakest part is the Fox stuff because I think they didn't balance the humor with like just how he was really good at die. But I think they picked it up really well at the end with Kevin's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just like this episode a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I also really liked it. I think it's, you know, I think it's one of the strongest episodes this season. Yeah. I think everything kind of is working here, which is maybe slightly rare that all parts of the episode uh, work together. But I, I think, okay, what I was going to say on Alex, I think this is the best episode for handling all the characters in the history of the show. Like ever, it's, it's, uh, Nightfall is a little like in the background, but like everyone has, is prominent here in a way that's they've, struggled with this season except um, little kato who just literally leaves little kato is also in the background but he is yeah, a few strong why moments. is he here in the back i thought he did leave like he was like gone for 80 percent of the episode no, he said he was gonna ghost without saying bye which he did and then he showed up again when they came back to the ship i guess little, little, little kato was uh definitely in the back but he's been really strong this season he's that i i'm at the i love little kato's like two moments this episode i'm standing him so hard okay um yeah uh there's the clarence stuff it's so interesting it's kind of surprising that he betrays the crew just because it's so obvious like <laughs> yeah. exactly like Man, that's what's amazing about it. i know i actually think it's really smart because it's like oh we've accepted that this terrible person is with us and we're just gonna like okay he's here he's with us but no it's like okay he could actually betray us in addition to being terrible um i think it's kind of effective it's not like it's that satisfying because it's clarence and he hasn't been that great of a character but uh, it is, it's, 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 I think it's like an intelligent twist and it's the first, I think, bit of continuity this season, which I've found to be like at all con- continuous. I don't know. Like there's been things that have carried over episode to episode. This is the first thing I feel like, um, builds good, like, like builds well the, through this, throughout the season. Everything else is kind of just like, here's an episode, here's an episode. Um, and, uh, so, so I'm, that's like making me optimistic for the last two episodes. If we're going to like actually start building on continuity to more of an extent, because that's been one of my biggest problems with the season. Um, and the, the yeah, I mean, we had, a another, another kind of nonsensical B plot, but one that was like fairly effective, especially because Mooncake and Hugh were sidelined previously. Um, and yeah, I just think there's a lot of funny stuff this episode. Kevin is a big highlight, honestly. Um. Yes, there's a reason for that. He's wonderful. <laughs> oh, and then, but then at the end, I'm, uh, yeah, there's a scene where, um, Cheryl's talking to a Titan, and we're already, there's already been, uh, some discussion on our outline, our Google Doc outline <laughs> on which Titan this is. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's not, I, th- I think that scene. I thought it was Bolo. Apparently, people think it's not Bolo. Uh, I, the fact that the it, fact that we're not clear makes it? me not like it. But uh, there are like twenty different titans. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't he sound really like Bolo? Destroyed except for one. That was the whole thing, right? I, I'm very unclear. All we know that. is Bolo and Invictus. It's not Invictus. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it doesn't look like Bolo. I'm looking at his picture right now. It doesn't look so, like. So Bolo. is it Invictus? But it doesn't sound like Invictus's voice that but, I. Remember. But it doesn't sound like Bolo either. I thought it sounded. Oh, like yeah. Bolo. Well, no, I agree with you. It sounded like kind of like Bolo, but it, it didn't look like bolo i don't think okay so Maybe that, that's sky. The fa- okay we'll we'll continue this discussion but the fact that this is a discussion makes it my least favorite part of the episode i'm, I'm not yeah. Gonna, yeah okay uh let's i'm like the, i don't care titans enough about the titans to general debate this. is a tough part of the mythology to keep up with it's because we have we don't know anything like it, which exactly. is the problem with this whole show so 
Um, not this show. Let's see. The, the, I shouldn't say. The season's approach to mythology, which has been hindered by, as Olin's noted, you know, the influ- outside influence, et cetera. Okay. Um, what's, what, I want to start with Kevin here because, uh, <laughs> wow, wow. We could start with the Clarence betrayal and the dimensional keys, but who cares about the dimensional keys? Is, is, Michelle, is Kevin going to be insane forever? Like, that's my biggest takeaway from this episode. I mean, he could be. I could see them getting a lot of mileage out of a crazy Kevin because, like, what? <laughs> already normal kevin's like what's he gonna do can you imagine him without like a mental conscience like really who knows what he's gonna do now i don't mind seeing him crazy for a while i mean he seems pretty harmless but (laughs) hijinks could definitely ensue in season three and i i'm prepared to embrace all forms of kevin (laughs) this form of crazy kevin yeah that's an that's an important question so you accept you accept this more insane kevin michelle yeah especially like the reasoning around it he saved fox's life like even though they tried to kill him that one time and i think that's like pretty selfless of him so like good job yeah you're you're okay even if kevin's just nomin on ash's hair the rest of the the last two episodes Give me more. Make it a GIF, someone. Again, I'd say Kevin, <laughs> oh my God. Truly, Kevin has truly found his humanity before Hugh did. So, in your face, Hugh. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin 25, <laughs> Hugh won at this point. Would you no, accept, would you, you, accept, would, you <laughs> <laughs> would you accept Kevin nomming on your hair, Michelle? Yeah, sure. I can get my work done on my desk with that. It's like not that big a deal. Would that would that brighten your day if Kevin was just there nomming on your hair while you were working? Well, I could put headphones in. Yeah, I'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> so you think the sound on nom, that that's yeah, that would be the hard part. Yeah, okay. That's really okay. I take it for Kevin. Okay. Uh, uh, Alex, do you what do you what do you? I want the counterpoint on that uh, Kevin over here. You wouldn't. I just want to say that Hugh has been selfless multiple times this season. The problem is that he has a body and lack of abilities that prevents him from completing his task that he would like to help out people with. Whereas Kevin is just blessed with more powers. You know, he's blessed with with technology that allows him to be selfless once he finally gets the decision to make a selfless decision. Whereas Hugh has been wanting to do that for the entire time. He's just unable to. Alex, just remember, Kevin has saved the day. Like, this is, like, maybe the third or fourth time in the whole show Kevin saved the day. Yeah. This is just, like, the the magnum opus. But, but yeah, I feel like time. this is the first time that he's actually doing it conscientiously and not just stumbling I into think, I think in season yeah, one, he had the big... They're had, always choices. He, like, I mean, push a button or something in season one. Like, that was a big moment. Yeah, because and when he, of the, when he like the, the big robot was him. insulting him, right? Like, yeah, I need the, the other Kevins too. Yeah, he yeah. became the mega Kevin. Like he's done it multiple times at this point. It's just like a trend that he's wonderful, and nobody sees how great he is, especially not Gary. Okay, One I, day he will. Uh, Sarah, please break the tie on who's more who he's achieved <laughs> humanity better, Kevin or Hugh? Uh, I think. Kevin has always been better than Hugh. Like that's yeah! just in general. Okay. In general. Like Hugh, I love yes. Hugh, but his whole thing is that he kind of is low-key worse than like everyone else. Like I think Hugh's thing is that like I love him and I want him to ex- succeed, but like he's not good. He's like one of the most selfish people on the no, ship. No, he's very selfish. He does things to feel cool about himself. That's yeah. so true. He's it, it's it's like this weird form of selfishness that like it it feels like you have sympathy for him, but he's just being selfish the whole show. Kevin is like forced to be selfless in everything he does, and it's kind of messed up. But he's also like just 
I don't know. I, I like. Yeah. It. So is it really selflessness if it's programmed? But is it? Mm. But is it but Kevin, okay. aren't we all programmed, Alex? Exactly. No. <laughs> Okay. I, re- I reject that. that. Like, that's not even worth it. <laughs> There's like, I won't even bother to have a discourse about that. I think that's a smart choice. Yeah. Um. Okay, that was fun. Uh, what's next? <laughs> Kevin is 25. He is one confirmed. Okay, we'll get back to Kevin. Let's talk about. What, uh, was Kevin conscientiously receiving those panties on his head? Yeah, we'll get. There's, a, there's so okay, many good so moments. <laughs> But when they go to the the, the I don't even know what to call it. Just like a like, space strip club. Yeah, right? the strip club. And he's like, "Oh, Miss, you accidentally threw off your shirt here. Like, here is a bag. That's just such a nice thing." I thought I thought like, I thought when I when I heard that this Michelle's gonna love that line. I <laughs> like, didn't love it. it was so, and like you're like, oh, Kevin. So like the idea that he did like get some action. You're like, yeah, like. If this nice robot's like trying to like conscientiously help you like put your clothes back on because he thinks it's yeah. an accident. What a great sex partner for maybe money. Like that's great. Like more Kevin being conscientious of strippers. That's awesome. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was a great moment. I don't have a summer. response, but it was a good moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, again, let's go. Okay, well, there's more Kevin moments. Let's come back. But let's talk about the Clarence betrayal. Uh, was anyone really hurt by by Clarence? I, uh, d- I wasn't hurt, but I, I do take issue with you saying it wasn't satisfying, Dylan. Um, why was it satisfying? Because I think, like, the Clarence part itself wasn't strong. Like, like the Clarence part is like, I don't care about Clarence. He sucks. But, like, we like Ash, we like Fox, and we yeah. want to understand Gary's mom, and we connected this, like, because on some level, this relates to what Gary's mom did last episode in the flashback. Like, there's this connecting thing of, like, betraying your child and, like, doing that. And then we actually see we care about Ash and Fox and we see them getting upset about it. So, like, I think they this episode earns it through the other characters around Clarence. And I think it's really earned through this moment of Clarence maybe realizing he messed up. I don't really believe that because I feel like if he comes back to the group, he'll be just as shitty as he's always been. So, like, I'm not holding my breath there. But I do think they earned it through all the, those three side characters reacting to it. Because I think it just does so – it hits me really well, all those other things around it. Yeah, I think it's just, like, depending on what lens you view it through. I agree it's good through the lens of uh, Fox and Ash. And uh, although I think it was a little hokey, like, when uh, Ash says, uh, but he was our dad. I never thought he'd con us. Um, you know, I that that there's a few – I feel like Sarah argued that the, the Fox stuff didn't necessarily blend drama and humor. Like, that for me was the line that didn't necessarily blend uh, – yeah, that that was that. Was, I don't. I, I, yeah, but um, the like from a perspective of like uh, we don't care about Clarence and we have to emotionally invest in him for this. I think like it's not that's maybe the not satisfying part, but it's like clearly made up for. I think through Fox and Ash and what else, everything else is going on, and also through the subversion angle of like uh, you know it's like obviously Clarence is evil, but I didn't know he'd like do something tangibly evil that would affect the plot yeah. of the season. Um, that that I think is maybe the strongest element to me, and I agree Fox and Ash as well. Fox specifically, I think um, maybe. Because just because he's more emotional and the show's better mm-hmm. portraying oh my him being more emotional. Yeah. I loved I loved how happy he was to go to the opera with his dad. Yeah, I that I really loved yeah. that. Yeah. Fox is just very genuine. Where's his heart in the sleeve? And, and I love that he, he couldn't stop his dad. Like there was that moment where he just couldn't do it. 
Yeah, and he's he's yeah. a hugely like uh, heroic scene of him like trying to get to the to turn the power I, out on the show. I just love like the second time he's like, I lost count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a good gag! It works so well with him. Uh, that is, that is the- another. Well, I'll point out another instance this season of stretching a joke as much as you can. It works. I'm just saying we're using the same trick again. I don't think think that was that long. I think think they're doing it just long enough. Because, I mean, like, yeah, I I don't think that whenever they drag out a joke, it feels like in the show, like, they do it, like, they go, like, one step further just enough to, like, make me go, oh, we're going another further with this joke. And it's actually pretty funny, like, with Clarence having, like, a second skin suit. Like, they knew that was too far. Like, they couldn't go another time with another outfit. Yeah, that's like, a good example, too. Like, three, three like, skin suit moments is, is, I don't think that's stretching it. I think it's just different from maybe a Rick and Morty, which is thousand jokes per minute. Like, this yeah. show is, is willing to spend a little more time on a specific joke. Um, I agree sometimes it, it, stre- it uh, stretches it. Um, but it feels like it wants to do quality with, like, the specific jokes it does instead yeah. of throwing, like, a million things at you. And I think it, I think it pays off this episode specifically. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, and the, the, the Fox thing with him turning, turning on the power and also the Kevin, uh, thing where he, he gives up his, uh, sanity components. These are like shockingly heroic moments for characters on the show. Like, uh, the, those are like, are, are our characters ever this like good? <laughs> like these, <laughs> I, I, w- I was just like floored. Like, wow, we're actually giving Fox this huge moment. Like, this is, this is crazy. I mean, Gary's had some time for big moments before, but these are, these are like, uh, comedic side characters. I don't know. I, that, that felt pretty striking to me. Agreed. Uh, Fox I think, is great. Ray Fo- I'm glad he's not dead. I thought he, he deserves to actually. I, I did too, actually. Yeah, yeah. But like, if Avocado could freaking come back from death, like, it isn't surprising me that Fox can as well. I mean, Avocado is well, more important of a character than Fox. Also, I think this is important because this sets up. We've we've seen this healing bed like twice this season now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It sets up clearly that we're gonna do it a third time, and it's not gonna work on whoever gets in there. Because like this is a really common writing technique where you like a three beat where you do two things mm-hmm. and they work two times, and then the third time there's a subversion. And like I yeah. think that anyone if a third person gets hurt in the crew, they're not getting through. So that you think bed. someone's dying in the finale in the bed? Yeah, like, def- someone's definitely them. gonna get into that bed, and they're not gonna survive because we've done it mm-hmm. two times and they survived. Like they made it, they've been. Like that bed has been like very important to the season, and like I just or, or like very important in the moments that's been in the season. Like, and I think if it comes up a third time, like y- we better watch it because that third time is going to be the third. Like the third time is important in story. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think the bed is maybe not important enough of a thing that it's like such an intentional. It could just be like it's the space recovery thing. Like it's a pretty common I, just sci-fi thing. Yeah, I'm not saying the bed itself. I'm just saying like this room with like this is the healing room. Like this is the room where people. I, maybe the maybe the bigger concept of like we've had two people almost die, Gary and 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 Fox, and they haven't died. Like so, the, and yeah. just the general like we've done the almost die thing twice. Yeah, and the bed plays mm-hmm. a part in that. But so if we if so yeah, you're right. Like the, the, it might not be in the bed, but like I think we the storytelling thing isn't to have someone almost die and come back to life again. It's to someone have shockingly die in the finale. Yeah, yeah. and we're setting up for that. I think that's kind of like really good because like in other shows, like we have someone shockingly die and we don't really set up for it. This feels like I think earned if someone shockingly dies because we have these two people who have like almost died and it's like okay, can we just like there's no stakes here. So now if someone dies, it feels like we're in this world that like people can get hurt in and are almost getting hurt all the time. I I would like it from that lens and it'd be satisfying because we've seen people not uh, the the issue I think is if some, if it's in the finale, I'm just not going to believe they died because last season's finale, everyone supposedly died and they came back to life. (laughs) So I think, I think they're stuck there. Like it's not, it would have to be maybe next episode. Someone dies and they have a funeral in the finale or something. Cause I don't know. I, I, 
maybe I'm too harsh on this, but I really think um, not that it was like so terrible, but setting everyone up to die in last season's finale and then everyone just being alive. I feel like yeah. that, I feel like that's the thing that like ruins the stakes. Like I'm just I, I have no confidence if anyone's going to stay dead in the show now. Like what I'm worried about. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Well, what I'm worried about is that, like, they're just going to, like, kill, like, Gary's mom. And that's, like, the person I care about. No! Like, that's who they're just going to no! kill. No! They can't! Are you offended at, like, the notion or, like, for Cheryl? Like, you love Cheryl so much. Or just the concept of killing Cheryl? The concept okay. more than her. But yeah, I feel like you didn't like Cheryl that much, so it's not. No, I mean, I <laughs> like what she, like, stands for. But, I mean, she's a fine character, too. I, I mean, I don't even think she's a fine character. She has her one, like, she's kind of one note like she has okay, one let, let's talk let's talk show um so basically previously on the podcast we weren't necessarily crazy about her the for her first appearance although i think i was slightly higher this the, then her next appearance was the last episode of the episode before yeah. i think i think it was like much stronger everyone thought and we got these flashbacks of her um so this episode we learned that uh it's not a lot of her she basically like pay, it pays off her in the past uh having conned clarence and uh the big thing is that we learn that she's collecting the keys so that she can, uh, cause she's a deal with a Titan. I'll say that. I'm sure we're, we were, we got screen and we're pre-recording. So I'm sure at this point the fandom will have came to a consensus. Dylan, I'm looking at we'll two look pictures stupid. of them. The you, one that you're confident talking, it's not Bolo? Yes. The okay. one she's talking to sure. has deer antlers and Bolo has like bull horns. They're completely That's different. Very wow. Simple. Completely I different animal know. horns. I don't know. Completely different animal horns. Dylan, I can't like screenshot this because it's a screener, but I could show you these two pictures side by side. They look nothing okay. alike. Okay. I mean, you know. Wouldn't put it past Titans being able to change appearance, if but I'll, Clarence I'll, I'll could be like three animals. Like, <laughs> of course, Polo could have right. It's like a god. Like he right? could be something else. That is yeah. that is shockingly fair, and I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> if Clarence could do it, like the that's, proof is in this episode, right? Like, the, the the bigger picture doesn't matter. Um, well, <laughs> if we're building to a Polo twist, like we've thought in the past, Alex, maybe it I, I guess. Alex, you're so much like Hugh. Like so much, like <laughs> don't make, no, no. Alex is not. Alex is better than you. What does that mean? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let, 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 let's dig into this. What, what part of my what part Alex, of my psyche Alex do you think he's like you? But he's 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 much better than you. That's what. Wait, I'm no, but the way he said the way. <laughs> <laughs> the way Alex is like, does it even matter? Right, like, like he's playing the, into uh, that. Yeah. Do you mean like the way he's saying it? Like <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying the way Alex okay. is talking to you. Well, I, I, thought, I, I thought Alex is doing the Mooncake impression, not the Hugh impression, or is it both? Alex, can you can you reenact oh, no. the entire B-plot of this episode? Mooncake doesn't speak English. With your, she couldn't have yeah. Dylan. We just speak Alex says Mooncake <laughs> at the beginning of every podcast. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm so lost. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think we got off track. We were going to oh, yeah. talk- so, can, can, so talking about Cheryl, Cheryl's motivation Cheryl. is uh, that she wants to get uh, Gary's dad back. To, to like, another female like, character. Female so- character. Hooray. It's that angle, which is really <laughs> so final space, but it's really important. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what you guys are saying is that uh, you, we've, we've criticized in the past the female characters on the show's actions being predicated on uh, a man and this is another yep. example of that yeah i think i specifically <laughs> talked about this earlier this one now. she's the only one because like jane lynch's ava's like slowly getting attracted yeah that's why i didn't like ava in the beginning because no the, the, the yeah. for literally no reason what reason has he given her to think that he's cool now i don't know 
But Cheryl, yeah, so I agree with Alex, like, on that point, it's, like, really sad that, like, oh, she does have a motivation, but it's some guy. But, like, on the other hand, I get how, like, again, like, she didn't mean to fall in love, and she was a sneaky spy who was gonna, like, on this really long con mission, go undercover, but then she, like, had feelings for him, and that was a huge deal for her, because she isn't used to that, like, and I still think that's, like, valid, that she would still kind of, against, like, her better judgment, care about him enough to want him back, and to see him again, but it's also unfortunate that it just, it falls in that pattern again, where this lady, the motivation's guy, because, like, the, the reason I liked her is, like, she didn't give a shit about anyone. She, she fucked off from her son. She was lying to her husband. She became an amazing outlaw and just did shit for herself. And the show didn't punish her for that. And that just felt like such a wonderful success for a lady character, frankly. And I was just, like, willing to leave it there and be happy and kind of amazed that Final Space did that. So this realization, I'm, I'm worried, yeah, like, maybe she's going to die. Or maybe she's going to apologize. Like, I don't think her apologizing is going to make her a better character. Because then it's just, uh, it's just what we expect. And for her to get some kind of comeuppance. I'm worried about it now. Now I, that we know I, her motivation, I'm worried. I, I very much agree with everything you just said, Michelle. But I think there's room here for it to be something where, like, she's not actually, like, saving Gary's dad like she just like she might just be like mad at him for what he did or yeah, something. yeah he like, might he might she might want the last yeah. word with him I think yeah. there might be another twist coming yeah but I mean, yeah, still, cool. but she's still motivated by him and like and this is like a valid storyline I think it's good on its own but again like in the in the show it's like ah I want something again again yeah I agree I agree with Sarah I think this is like very satisfying after last episode where we had this like oh does did was she conning Gary's dad does she actually love him I think the the notion of like she actually does love him and to that I believe there could be another twist coming but the episode leaves you with the impression she loves him and wants him back I think it's very humanizing for a character that was unsympathetic before I think it's very satisfying after last episode so like on a micro level um I think like this is like really good but I mean you know I've specifically criticized this before with the show like this is um yeah like every, every single character on the show is is play, plays on a man i just like if if you're like a guy writing a thing and you take a step take a step back and look on like all your female characters motivations and if they're all based on men like you just you should change that like you know so well, i feel sh- like that's asking too much children i feel like it some things <laughs> no no i'm not saying that in a bad way i just mean like if you're if say if you're gonna write female characters period maybe hire more women on your staff to take a look yeah, at it. I, I there, there's just, there are some things you're going to assume are so normal and make so much sense that a, a lady just like, frankly, might not have the same opinion as you and that's fine. And that's why it's important to not try to do everything yourself. If yeah, you're then, not then, just writing, yeah. you know, Gary or someone. Yeah. And there are women, women slash women on the staff, but, uh, I'm unsure of the exact composition, but, um, also like Olin and David get credited like every episode as well. And of course it's like, who, who's the people basing doing the overall story beats are going to be the creators. Um, so yeah, of course, the, of course the like biggest solution is to always diversify more. Um, cause like, I can't expect like anyone to be able to be aware of things all the time. Like that's not fair to them either. Um, but, I mean, 
I, mean, I, I, I don't think it's try, hard. To, I think I'm just I saying, think, yeah. like, regardless, you should also hire one, but also just take a step back and just look at your story. Like in general, if you're, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a show. Like if you're writing, if you're a guy writing a short story for a class, you know, like just like <laughs> just like take a step back and think about it. Uh, think critically. Um, so I think I think the show needs to reevaluate. Like we criticized this last season. Um, maybe the season's been better, but it still like is in dire need of. Uh, we still uh, have Ash. She stopped well, I mean, hitting she's, on little Kato, and it's just she's yes. motivated by her dad now. No, no, don't say that. No! Yeah, she she, <laughs> she is largely motivated by Clarence. Um, and and her brother. The the show just needs a perspective shift on on this. Um, yeah, yeah. It, which I I I do think it like it took strides in some capacity this season. Um, like there's more. There's just like characters. more female characters yeah. period, which is like good. And, and I think yeah. the important thing to say is like again to reiterate that like these individual stories are bad. It's just all exactly. together. It's like it's a pattern. right. That, that's what's tricky about making yeah. a show is like you can write a lot of good individual things, yeah. but you also have to look at it from an overall perspective. That's really hard. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah. Like this is, I think this is more honestly. I think this is more nitpicks at like the whole thing than not just like this show individually. Almost like this is just a lot of things that happen, and a lot no, of. Sure, I, I think this is a legit criticism. Yeah, I don't think it's like overall. Yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe maybe nitpicks the wrong word. I, I I just mean like I feel like I talk about this with like a lot of shows. Oh yeah, well this is a very yeah. The point Sorry, being, this is not just Final Space. This yeah, is that's a lot what I'm saying. Shows. I'm, saying yeah. like, exactly. I'm saying I I have conversations in, like this all the time where I'm the only person going like. But, why aren't like 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 just like the only person talking from like a feminist or like any kind of perspective yeah. like that? Like no one else like gets that it's wrong. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you know, there are probably a lot of people listening are confused about our perspective yeah. on this. But just well, I mean, I mean, again, like let's look at let's just look at Final Space. Final Space is is a show with like a certain age demographic, and that demographic is obviously like male. I don't think this is a show that cares as much about its female audience, and like it, that's normal. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that's like great, but that's just normal, frankly. It's the same for cartoon. It's the same for Adult Swim. I mean, so like it, it's like nice to have female characters, period. But the thing is, if you're going to have female characters, then like that brings up a lot of things that could be really great or really not great about them, depending on what you choose to do with them. And I feel like there, it's just it's hard. It's hard to do that when it's not something maybe a lot of shows are used to even considering so it's like a bumpy road and I, I I appreciate Final Space for everything it has, you know, been doing and trying to do and experimenting with. Cause like it's it's always harder to like try to branch out and do something a little different than to just uphold the status quo. And I do think Final Space is a show that's like very interested in taking risks creatively and and story-wise. So adding more female characters seems like to lend itself to that, you know, desire too. But it's not, it's just hard, and I get that it's hard, but it's, like, definitely worth pursuing. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. it's, like, it's not that it's, like, bad to add female characters if you're not going to, exactly. I think it's, I would say it's not enough, like, it's, yeah, like, you it's, can't just, like, I would rather the show add female characters and not necessarily do it perfect, and then try just, to improve like, not it even later. try. Then not yeah. even try, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I think we're, we're taking the right steps, but it still needs, uh. Uh, we still need to think critically about this more in between the seasons, I guess, um, to to really get there. Um, but again, but le- oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. But we'll see where Cheryl's story goes these last. Yeah, exactly, episodes. we don't yeah. know yet. Maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're thinking right now. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that that's that's good about Cheryl, and that was like an interesting development at the end of the episode. Yeah, we've talked um, about whether what Titan this is. Um, I don't have any further thoughts on that. <laughs> we'll I think we're just gonna. I don't think anyone's gonna be convinced otherwise to each other yeah. here. 
Yeah. And it doesn't really matter, does it? What if it's not really a Titan? What if it's well, like, we'll find oh out, God. right? Claire, if it's what if it's like Clarence in a Titan less. skin? You know, like couldn't ever any any character on the show be Clarence now after this episode? Oh my God, no, that's true. What if Mooncake is Clarence? Uh, what, is, what, what if Nightfall is Clarence? Oh my that's God. true. <laughs> We're gonna. I hope we don't do this gag again. It was funny the times we saw it, but like. Yeah, let's talk about this. So Clarence takes. Uh, <laughs> he takes. Well, he, he, wait, he, oh, yeah, yeah, Alex, did you comment on the previous subject? Well, I, before we go off into back into this uh, gags, I just while we're on the topic of uh, frustrating um, patterns in Final Space, right before Cheryl talking to Bull, there's the scene as well where Nightfall and Ash have to console Gary in a dark room again. Oh, this is yeah. also a pattern that is happening about space multiple times where gary needs the motivational speech from the female characters so i i like I, I guess in the vacuum it's fine but like that's yeah. oh, that's also a thing where it's like in my head it's like we've done this too many times stop please Alex, I, have, I have like a similar but separate because like so we've also seen this happen with quinn first season season and we've seen this happen with ash so i feel like it, it is a little more gender split this motivational thing yeah. but vinyl space sure freaking loves to tie up like people struggling with things by having a pep talk with everyone coming in a room and making them instantly yeah, feel reassured yeah it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't- it's- it happens at least five times so far in the show. Yeah, and that doesn't that's three times, period. The thing that felt more gendered this episode than that, because I feel like that was just like, this is just what Final Space does. Yeah, that's just like, what Final Space does. Right? Yeah, it didn't feel very gendered. Like, the thing that hit me was like when Quinn punched that guy for saying Milady. Like, I thought we were actually going to get like get into that. And then like, they just kept defending like the guy that she punched. Like, he's he's a dick. Like, like are we not going to talk about that? Like, everyone, she just punched him. Yeah, that, yeah, that I was didn't, also I didn't even notice that he said stretched it. very long. Yeah, that, was, that joke, I, was I love that joke. Like, what are okay, we we'll doing? get, we'll get back to that. Um, I, I didn't even know. It's, I didn't even know the guy said to the gendering of the show. Yeah, but he's um, like this lady, and that always rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, okay, let's get back to that. Uh, the 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 group hug. I, I I saw that as nightfall counseling, and then everyone everyone including Ash coming in. I I love the group hugs personally. I'm a sucker for that. But uh, certainly nightfall, I think was reduced to kind of this role with Gary. This well, nightfall, uh, nightfall is just that's always been her character. If yeah. she's in her only character episode it was all about her and her gary and coming through and like i think honestly for that it was handled well because again what else are they gonna do with their character at that point like that's all we know about her so we better explore it and they do it really well but every other episode she's always being a supportive role to someone else be it ash or gary or little kato Uh, we don't really know anything else about her other than that and her romantic feelings for her gary and i feel like that's a big missed opportunity yeah in in that nightfall gary episode i think we're like okay maybe we had to do this but now we can do more interesting things with her character we have we've not done that yet so uh we're we're hoping <laughs> that that'd be a lot to do in one episode. So I don't know. If I, I'm just concerned, like this is gonna end with Nightfall, like replace, like taking Quinn's place in Final Space or something, and like sacrificing or something. Like, I'm, I don't want that. I want like her to actually like, do something and like they find the like the same person though. Boy, I know <laughs> they were not the same person. They had different life experiences. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and like, why have we not explored Nightfall know, living so many years? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay we're yeah i think the season's done very well by most of the characters nightfall's not one of them um is what i'd say although she had one really one really good episode 
Uh, okay, so we'll see. We'll see what's to come with Nightfall and Cheryl. So that's not good that we've said. Uh, we'll see what's coming with these two major female characters in the show. But that's where we're at. Uh, well, what else? What else? Uh, oh, there's the Clarence uh, changing skin suits. Yeah, that's just as important <laughs> as this discussion. Just um, for the first time, like, so he was really a rat snake the whole yeah. time. You, I kind of wanted that to be canon because I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might be canon. <laughs> Who knows? She's like, you're such a rat, Clarence. Yeah, you snake, and then he yeah. literally turns into a rat snake. Like, that's amazing. And then the episode leaves you on that notion for like five minutes. I think that's yeah, really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then he I turns into so, a bug and then they quickly turn works, back to Clarence. This gag works so well because they sit on it for so long before yeah. they do it another time. Oh my God. I kind of, I kind of, that's my, I like, it's, it's, it's like, okay, whatever on its own. I think it's like really funny just the way they, they, they space it out like that. Yeah. I don't think this joke would be nearly as funny if you like changed like in the same like scene two yeah. times. Like, because we, like, had, like, a cutaway to, like, Hugh and Mooncake for a bit, and then we come back and he does it. Like, it's just, I don't know, it works so well. This is a, this is a weird uh, time when the the intersplacing of the A and B plot matters a lot. Like, usually it's, like, the, it seems arbitrary, but in this case it, like, affected the, because there's a reveal, and then they, they reverse the reveal, and they put a lot of time in between it. So, like, uh, I think that's interesting from, a, like, a narrative structure perspective. It, it applies to this show a lot, because we do so many kind of ABC plots. This um, feels really well constructed in a lot of ways yeah i I, yeah i agree i think this episode's very well put together um like i said in the beginning i think everything's kind of kind of works which is hard to do Mm -hmm. when you have so many characters in play i know we spent a lot Mm -hmm. of time the last 20 minutes kind of criticizing structural problems with the show this episode specifically i think is very good let's go we can get back to that yeah (laughs) (laughs) this this tends to happen with us uh yeah i don't know any uh alex what is clarence clarence or is he one of these things he uh he, he turned into I think Clarence is Clarence, but I also think that he has more skins on just in case if he needs <laughs> yeah. it again. But it also raises the question of how he how he does his set stuff if he's got like 20 different mm. layers of stuff going on. Like that seems like hard to maneuver if you've got like yeah, that I mean, thick our, our, going on. <laughs> Are his genitals functional uh, with, oh, with all God. these skin suits on top? Um, whatever layer they're real, I'm sure they're... Yeah, are each of the layers of the skin suits have, have functional I don't, parts? I don't want to talk about this. I, I don't think we should talk more about this. this. Like, <laughs> like, was he just pleasuring that queen on that planet's, like, on orally? Or, like, because I don't know how that would work. Like, we That's didn't really talk about... The me- we didn't really I talk about the mechanics last time. But. So you want to get more into Clarence's sex mechanics is what you're saying. All, all I'm saying is that we haven't <laughs> seen the money compass for a really long time. Yes! Where's the and money compass? And That's I think that part. it should be used to explain the mechanics of how the undercarriage of Clarence works. Sarah, well, what's your thoughts the on the money compass? Is his okay. genitals? Okay. Maybe that's it. It's the yeah. money compass. Yeah. Are you just asking if I love the money compass as much as you guys? Everyone except yes. Alex loves the money compass. Money <laughs> the money compass is like one of the funniest gags in the show. Thank you. Lie. Okay. Thank Yay. you. <laughs> Sarah, you said all the right things so far. Good job. <laughs> okay. So like, just so you know, if you come on, you'll be graded by Michelle. So that's. <laughs> I love we'll, the money compass. The money, well, we'll yeah. only it twice. Okay, oh we'll see. God. We have to heroically bring back the money compass. Yes, the please. It's the best part. It's the best part. Of Clarence is the money compass. The, the weird thing is, Clarence has improved a lot since the money compass. They used to be the only good part of Clarence. Now That's this, true. he's like the much better too. character. So maybe it's good. I don't know. Um, yeah. So Cla- I don't know. Any other thoughts on Clarence's betrayal? Like uh, he's he does um, he's uh, he, he's he's the way they phrase it is he's sad from no one's uh, appreciating him with his made up holiday and then he's in a vulnerable moment he uh, concedes to Cheryl's offer to betray the team. 
Yeah, I mean, that checks yeah. out. He's a petty little man, so I feel like, like you would have done it whether he was upset about this dinner or I... not. I, feel, <laughs> I think this Maybe. dinner has nothing to do with it. Well, I think it's clearly an instigator for him. Uh, I mean, I guess she calls. He doesn't call her. But, like, I, I, I appreciated that it was framed with him crying and being vulnerable. Like, this this episode takes steps to not say Clarence is totally evil because it really just was just in this moment. But, or at least it leaves doubt in your mind if you would have done it at a different time. I have no doubt. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know... That's, you know, that's one perspective on Clarence. And there's also Mm -hmm. the other perspective on Clarence, which is that he's like slightly less of a piece of shit. So you have to consider both. Okay, slightly (laughs) less versus slightly more I buy. Okay. Such uh, layers. I know. Yeah, such uh, skin layers. Yeah. Um, Um, I, I will say that, again, I think that the key to Clarence being successful as a character is that we need to end with him being pathetic and lowered. And like that this episode, again, does that because at the end, Cheryl is like, ha, like, you're totally lame. Like, you actually yeah. thought I would ever pay attention what? to you. And then Gary just abandons him. And so we feel vindicated. OK, Clarence is a total piece of shit and he's getting what he deserves. Yeah. So I think that 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 helps in making Clarence, like, a decent enough character in that, okay, we know he's shitty, but at least the show is also bringing him down to the lowest level possible, so it's as if he deserves what he's getting, and we feel okay with that. Yeah, Yeah. consequences for Clarence are important for our viewer satisfaction, I agree. It is is important that he has consequences, but I certainly don't think this episode wants you to be laughing at him at the end. I think you're supposed to sympathize with him in the last scene. (laughs) I think you're supposed to think this is what you get, because, like, his whole thing is, like, he wants someone to love him, but he did not do many things to really warrant anyone wanting to love him. I don't think he wants anyone. He just wants to fuck You literally, Dylan, you reap what you sow, and this is a good example of it, and this show didn't shy away from that reality, and I think that's important. I I think that is true, but it is also true that this show, this episode is specifically, like, uh, taking steps to explain what he's doing. Like, the whole setup at the beginning of the episode is done. Well, it's explaining the sad and pathetic roots of this insecurity leading him to that but i don't think that it's trying to say oh well look you can defend this like i, I don't I mean think it's, it's, it's not really about defending that. it it's just about having some amount of empathy for him and i yeah. think it's i would say i have some amount of empathy for clarence as okay. we should all human beings but you know or whatever yeah. weird, weird people i've actually decided with you here dylan because i think he's a piece of shit but i'm not saying i didn't empathize him in this episode i'm just saying i still think he's like you, you, like you, you i think you can think he's a piece yeah. of shit like th- be satisfied he got what's coming to him and also empathize with him yeah, all at the I same time at this episode i think this last moment where gary like tells yeah i think that's what that moment is doing all at once i think that's impressive i think it's really impressive and i think like i i I don't think he deserves redemption but i think this moment works really well and i but i don't i don't think he i think this is exactly what he deserved when he gets kicked out of the group yeah it works really strong agree um yeah but i also uh do not want him just to be abandoned forever um uh, i think to come back i don't think the show would try like you're saying yeah. like, i don't think they try to to give us uh, yeah, a look yeah. into his inner feelings if it didn't matter later definitely definitely yeah. Agree with that. yeah and also you know the season is way too committed to clarence to bail at this point yeah so that's we'll, true. we'll see we'll see it through we'll see so it. <laughs> much to our chagrin the season has been very i just to him. can we do one episode without a clarence like fuck side story side story no. like that's all i want no yeah think of all the extra kevin time we'll have now the clarence is gone 
Um, except he like for which I we've gotten a lot of Kevin. This season is not. I know. Uh, I, I'm amazed how much time <laughs> Kevin. I didn't expect the show to love Kevin as much as I do. What do you, what do you mean? They made uh, Kevin. If you come up with Kevin, characters. Michelle has claimed ownership beyond that no, of the creators no, of no. the actual show. I Kevin. don't. I am not saying that, but I am very grateful that he's been so. Yeah, he's been on fire this season. That's a wonderful gift. Final Space gave us. I did have the thought, uh, what if they do kill Kevin off this season? Like, what if it's too crowded and this taking out his sanity you component can't, is... Dylan, they're you definitely can't not. kill Kevin. They tried last finale. They did try, work. yeah. They tried to freeze him in space. It didn't work. I mean, you it does bring up the issue of how mechanically you would do it. That's true. He's like, like a cockroach, but a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like uh, a cockroach no, of the future. Uh, speaking, speaking of the mechanical nature of Kevin, I would just like to bring up a possibility that is that they find an other Kevin and take out their um, yes! thing and it's in Oh, is this how the the, 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 the Kevin, Kevin monster comes exists. back into play? They find they but, find but the Kevin monster floating crazy, in space. Aren't they? That was the well, whole that thing. Per, that preserves it. That preserves the compo- Oh wait, they're already crazy. Yeah, they're, yeah. Maybe nope. they still have the part. Maybe they have a separate crazy problem. Yeah, but but yeah. here's the thing. Like I think that this works really well, and I hope that they don't fully backstep because I think like we've had two seasons of this Kevin gag, and it's funny every time. But like as a writer, like it you like. You, you can't write the same thing over and over and Kevin. over. Kevin is a nuanced character, Sarah. He's not just one gag. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop talking. He's many gags <laughs> rolled together into a character. Yeah. I, I mean, in... Uh, in... <laughs> yeah, I, I will say as well, I would be very interested if they kept uh, Kevin, in, Kevin, insane Kevin, but also Final Space has shown me that they like the status quo, kind of, yeah. which is why I'm saying that the possibility is there to fix Kevin pretty quickly if they felt like it. Yeah, they fixed Gary being shot pretty quickly. So being shot, yeah, that's a that's a weird status condition. Being shot <laughs> <is> fixed. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah, we do tend to revert things. That being said, we are at the end of the season. This is the part of the season that would have stakes. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll yeah. see what we're doing in these last two episodes. And as uh, Olin has mentioned, uh, this is a setup episode for the I'm... two finale episodes, which is why it's called the setup. So I... <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Sarah, what are your thoughts on this episode being called the setup? <laughs> <laughs> I, Dylan, we are on so many podcasts together with shows that have really, really, really bad names. Isn't this oh, a great no. name, though? Isn't this, isn't yeah, this a yeah, great name? Also, uh, shows. This is an amazing title for an episode of television. It's like terrible and amazing at the same time. Yeah, it, it's, it's a joke in a show that's a comedy. Like, it's well, not like. Uh... Oh my god. Wasn't there one title I loved recently? Well, this is actually very similar. This show, it's the setup because A, it's literally a setup happening within the episode, but also it's setting up the finale. It's very similar to Genlock because the first episode was the pilot, which is literally the pilot of the series, but it's also about a pilot. Yeah, well, that's the greatest episode title of all time. Don't say (laughs) it. Don't say that, Michelle. But I just think that, like, this episode, it, the title works, but this is just like at least it's not like a total eclipse of the heart reference. Have we had like? Eight oh yeah, of don't those? go. Yeah, yeah, we had we had a lot of those last year. We're done. We're past that. Okay, uh, <laughs> that, that was a very niche animation joke. <laughs> I mean, it's a few shows, different, a few different shows. Okay, let's let's quickly go through the rest of this episode here, um, which is a lot. We haven't even talked about the Hugh and Mooncake plot, but let's not. Let's start oh, with really? the car- the Carnivolo. Uh, we. <laughs> I, we've criticized the beginnings of episodes before. I think this is a strong beginning to an episode. Um, I think we've gotten a lot better at them because I think this Carnivolo dinner setup. Um, first of all, we start with Cheryl finding the second key, just to introduce her to the episode, I guess, which I didn't think much of that scene, but it was, um, 
the uh, what about this planet? That was reminded. I was like, oh, is that an interesting location? I've liked this the show exploring different sci-fi locations. This was more of just a normal cityscape, I guess. This uh, the, the planet they visit during the episode, or the vi- planet that the mom goes to. Either one, but I was talking about Darkest Spaceport. Yeah, this uh, was the main like, planet here. This this episode in total like really reminds me of a lot of like things from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the first planet's like this like mm-hmm. ruined planet where Cheryl's like getting like this item that's on a pedestal, and the other planet's like this out in the deeps of space like like spaceport thing where like you can get like all kinds of stuff but it's kind of illegal everywhere like it really gave me a galaxy the guardians of the galaxy vibe the whole thing yeah i think the show's probably going for that vibe a lot of the time yeah. um yeah i i, I want to reemphasize i really like the show exploring different locations i think last time we had like the medieval space location oh um, it's really good yes yeah. um so we uh they, this, everyone's invited to carnivolo hugh has a uh, greeting card where he because he can't write alex oh, what do you think of this big revolution that hugh can't write <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense because he just got a physical body. Yes, well, I, I think it. that he has the knowledge to write, but his limbs are such that he can't mm. maneuver. So you're saying it's another part of him being he limited has no by his thumbs, body. Yeah, exactly. He has no thumbs or really fingers, so it's like even if like he needs the opposable limbs to be able to write. So it's just another situation of Hugh wanting to do a great thing, but it's just his body fails him. Well, isn't, I mean, the nat- isn't the natural extension of this joke, Alex, next season to put him in, like, an amazing body, and now he's, like, super-powered? He, he still doesn't do well. That would be both amazing and also very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Hugh as a character, isn't yeah, it? That is he's Hugh amazing and depressing. So. He, he has to get a body that looks, like, visually impressive, but, like, just gets knocked over by, like, a stiff breeze or something. Yeah, 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 some some <laughs> some flashy body. Yeah, I think yeah, Ke- I think Ke- I think Kevin's shifting body or Hugh is shifting bodies next season. Kevin might have some of names. Kevin signs Michelle. Kevin signs his name K N V instead of. Oh my K-N-V. god! Well, he, we already knew that. That's how no, everyone. Writes oh, was it, wasn't that on like a I I M blank card? Like, didn't he have his name yeah, tag? That's, I yeah, I feel like that's how we found out. Was Wait, it is, this, it, or is it something else? I don't. Is remember. this actually his name, or is this just him being dumb? No, that's no, how it, That's his <laughs> name canonically. It's K N V. It's Kevin. Oh, what is that? I, that's that's. I, I, I thought it was K V N. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's K V M, and he's just misspelling it. Yeah. Pretty no, sure. well, that's fine. He's allowed to. It's his name. He can write it. <laughs> It's fine. Kevin's not a spelling bot, okay? That's we are allowed bot. to misspell our own names. Michelle has decreed. I think that's true. I think you could spell your name however you want. I don't I think mean, it's a misspelling. I think it's canonically whatever you say it is, right? So. That's true. Exactly. I mean, like, as a trans person, like, names are bullshit. You can just have whatever name you want. Like, no one's going to stop you. So isn't Kevin's name really just KNV now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he changed it. Well, like, how, would you pronounce that Kniv? Yeah, Kniv. 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 It's a knish, yeah. That's a, a knife. Knife? knife? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. My, one of my favorite parts of the episode, Little Kato before this party, he says, uh, I'm, I'm showing my face in ghosting. And then after he says, uh, okay, now I'm going to leave and not say goodbye to anyone. That's not um, a joke. And I loved it so much. <laughs> me at parties. Yeah, this is so good. I loved it. <laughs> oh, but also he lo- disappears from the episode. It yeah, works on so many it's levels. So yeah. good. It's- I just love this aesthetic for Little Kato being the uh, uh, ornery teenager or so whatever. Like, uh, yeah, is Little Kato's my. The, I'm gonna skip to the other Little Kato moment of the episode because I uh, we need to discuss this because we're in the strip club and uh, oh, Little Kato comments, uh, "Why is that guy shoving his butt into the?" And then Gary covers his eyes up. 
Um, like a good dad, yeah. Yeah, so that's good because I guess we, we forgot that they're uh, he's his dad now. That Protect we didn't talk about his that. innocence. Um, I and was he, uh, he just I, learned about puberty earlier this season. Yeah, too, I, so. I was struck yeah. by Little Kato commenting on a guy. Um, yeah, because that's I because I had the theory that the Little Kato is going to be our. Gay I think character. this supports it. I think I think this is hinting at it, right? Like, yeah. am I just say, seeing things? Oh, or would, I forgot. I've been on here to say, like, yeah, you're totally right. Little Kato's gay. Yeah. Why, why, Sarah? Why do you agree that Little Kato's gay? Because I don't know. It's just like the way he is. Like, he hasn't like he really fixates on like the male figures in his life, and like I don't think like, and I think he thinks like this is a father thing, but I think it's like he he's relating to male figures in his life for a reason, and not the female figures mm-hmm. in his life. Like, I think that's, that's like for a reason, and he's a teenager, and this makes sense. I think he was uh, fixating on the male figure of the male stripper in the set. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean, though. Like, he's fixing, like, he goes to these bounty hunters, and they're all, like, these really masculine people. Like, he's saying it's for his dad. That's but, like, true, he did go to but, Like, I think he's, like, no. trying to chase after this male ideal for reasons that he thinks are because of his dad, but are actually because of other parts of his life. Like, he just doesn't, hasn't fully concept. That is deep and confusing. And... Yeah, that, that, that seems bordering on Oedipal stuff. But I mean, like, I don't think it, I'm, I'm trying to say it's not Oedipal. Oh, Oedipal. Whatever. It's, it's not Oedip- um. whatever. It's not Oedipus. It's just that like when you're young like that, you try to make reasons for why you're doing things. And I think he thinks he's doing it. I for- agree with that vague statement for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, I think specifically, I'd say this maybe is uh, is hinting yeah. at that this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why is this guy shoving his butt versus like why why is this woman woman like yeah. right like yeah so yeah um yeah I called it. I'm just saying. You did. We'll see okay. if you're right. I think there's a good chance you could be right. You you called it based on a very obvious Olin Rogers statement, but okay. Oh, not, you, none of you fired. guessed Little Cotto. Oh. I'm the only one that well, said Little Cotto. You're the one who's I mean, caught up on the Olin okay. stuff. You're the only, always the one telling okay. me Olin said this on Reddit. Okay, Dylan. That's you, Dylan. Dylan. Little Cotto's the only obvious choice. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, no, no, I mean, I think Fox is the obvious choice, but we're like, no, it's too I obvious, don't think, right? I don't think Fox is the obvious choice. I, here's the thing. If they make Fox the gay or, one... Or Ash, or Ash. Like, okay, yes, or Ash. I think if they choose Fox, it might be a little bit... Like, like they're taking this stereotypically really fast. Right, it's too, it's, it's, exactly, it's too, too much of a stereotype. That's why well. it's not happening. Little Cotto's yeah. the perfect character. Okay, yeah. um, so it's happening. We'll uh, we'll get confirmation in, uh, like, 2021 when season oh starts. Um, which is, I think, probably not a joke, because uh, they haven't renewed it yet. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we're, oh, we're, we're getting uh, down to the wire on this renewal, so it would be probably next week or the week after. I think they did it before the finale last time. I don't remember, but... But uh, let's hope so. Um, let's uh, let's go back to the beginning of the episode. Uh, they're, they're, la- they're lavishing praise on each other. Um, that's the ritual of the Carnivolo. Um, and uh, what, what's the highlight of this? Uh, I, I feel like Kevin is the highlight of this. I think Fox. Is, uh, yes. Fox and Michelle's like, yes. Fox says, Kevin, you're the best talking microwave I've ever had. And Aww. Kevin says, Kevin is popular. Hooray. Yay. Uh, and hugs him. <laughs> Clarence so is seething in the background. Yeah. Can't contain his jealousy. <laughs> yeah. I just like this is perfect setup for the end when uh he like sacrificed himself for Fox. Like they, yeah. they like they he clearly like the, the the rest of the crew clearly appreciates Kevin a lot. Except for Gary, yeah. Surprising. They all honestly That's what I mean. do Except- seem to. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin yeah. as we I'm glad everyone recognizes that Kevin has so much value. As they should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the fan not the fandom though. I've seen so many posts complaining about Kevin. Are you but... see oh, they're missing out. I, <laughs> I think when you could like, love. Is it ironic hating? Because he's incredible. Yeah, unclear, he is incredible. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, the montage. Wait, wasn't that the when they were trying to kill me? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> good. The montage is good. Uh, the, I think, I guess this Hugh line is also notable. Ava, Ava thinks uh, Hugh appreciates Hugh, and Hugh says, this is what I've been waiting for. Why do I feel so empty? It makes yeah. no sense. She likes him now. Such a he mood. It is anything. Hugh is just a mood on so many levels. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think this is one of the stronger encapsulations of Hugh and what they're going for with him, this this line. Um I like I like Clarence trying to praise Gary. Uh primate, you are a primate. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're quite and yeah, Gary's like, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take the quite though. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Ash uses her praise on Gary as well, which kind of continues the vague connection going on there between Ash and Gary. I feel like I mean, she she did it because she was trying to like save face for her dad. Like she did it like uh-huh. to finish up his statement. Like she first did it for Kevin for real. I also think this uh, harkens back to the the Ash Gary connection in the beginning of the season. Um, uh-huh. But uh, they haven't we haven't done too much of that lately. But it's still yeah. Happening. Um, and then, uh, Clarence gets mad. I like him with bidding them a dark carnivolo. Um, just the whole concept of the fake holiday, I think, played pretty well in the episode. I, I loved uh, at the end, like, we were, like, at the end of this whole dinner scene, we reveal, like, it was a holiday specifically made to appreciate Clarence and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that checks out. Uh, uh, we also have a good kind of like a background gag of Gary eating something and then thinking it's something else yeah. this whole time. Yeah. I, I kind of love that it never comes back. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought well, we were like, like some gross out joke, but it's just like, nope, it's just, it's just. Ash and Fox look at each other like, no, nope, well, that's not what it is. At, later on in the episode, well, it's like this purple blob stuff, yeah. right? And then later yeah. on in the episode, when Fox gets hit, he's bleeding purple, and his oh. eye is very purple. Yeah, so my, my theory is that Fox <laughs> is serving coagulated blood. Is that, no, is that like, is that meat from like, off his hand? Is that where his hand went? His right hand? What? Because he's missing he has a, a gun on a gun on his hand. Um... It, Alex, what a theory. That's all I'll say about <laughs> what that. The, uh, yeah, what? <laughs> hey, look, what a people theory. in real life eat blood sausage, okay? So it's uh, not out of had question. You, had you That's thought of this before the, the podcast, or did you think an of it alien. He's an alien, so he has purple blood. That's just exactly, it. so maybe it has a taste. Now, why are you talking about taste? Why? Because Bobby <laughs> decided to serve this to his family because it was part she, of him. It's oh. symbolic. I gotta say, oh. I think this is a this is a strong theory. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's strong visuals, but it's not strong. It's, it's striking. I'll this say it's a striking. It's a strike. It's very evocative. Or. It's a very evocative theory. Boss is Jesus serving up his blood. I don't like it. This is not where I, I thought, thought we'd be I, going today. I had not thought of that. Okay, uh, let's keep going. So <laughs> we got. The, the the betrayal part. Um, oh yeah, Dar- darkest spaceport. Uh, there's free jazz on Tuesdays between eleven and eleven oh five, and it's eleven oh two if we get there. Yeah, and uh, what else we got here? The you, mooncakes eager to go with you to have the the bro the bros night out. Um, oh, I like uh, Clarence swallowing Gary's hand when he offers the handshake. Uh, oh my god, do you like that? Um, yeah, I thought it was a strong. I didn't um, didn't emotionally like it. Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was pleasant, but I, I thought it was funny. You, you you gave a slight smirk when that happened. I I thought it was a good visual thing. Uh, yeah, and the the father son opera night we mentioned. Um, yeah, so the 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 fox heroic stuff. Um, the the drilling factory strip club. Yeah, we talked about Kevin. Oh my god! Wait, wait, did you skip uh, over the like Planet sixty nine thing? 
Yeah, what, what about Planet 69? That's what they said this was, didn't they? Did, I they, know. They did, they did. I was expecting someone okay. to say nice, but no, they just threw out the D- number. D- oh, District 69. Sorry. Went to District 69. <laughs> and no one talked about it. Then we went to straight to like drilling. Like we made a couple of like obvious sex jokes after saying District 69. Yeah, well, the drilling thing was like, it was like they thought it was something else, but it was a strip club. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, so is District 69 like the like red the, light yeah, district yeah, of this? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Don't that say, out? oh, like there's yeah. like big intent behind that. Like maybe. Like it's not. Like, there's no hidden meaning. Like, it's, well, it's, I mean, 2019, 69 means one thing. Yeah, it's the, all, the joke it's is you say nice world. after someone says 16. No one yeah, exactly. Nice I was, I was just waiting for a nice. I never got yeah. it. I was like, okay, that, that's, that's what I was what Yeah, yeah. Where's the nice? You don't bring up the number 69 without it being about sex in some way. I know. I'm. I, I, it's been eclipsed by saying nice. I, that's what that's I'll say. it. I don't. It's, you say, yeah, yeah. It has at like, least on Twitter. That's always what happens. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not worth. Not worth an argument. This is an important discussion. Okay, so back to the the strip club. <laughs> yeah, the Kevin's. Oh, that lady shirt accidentally fell off. Excuse me, miss. Uh, Excuse you, me, miss. Yeah. Um, okay. We talked about the locata line. Uh, Kevin comes out of the back room too, in like uh, with like underwear on him. Right, and also day. like just jumping ahead, like they make a reference to uh, to Kevin with Kevin's butt. It's like, oh, yeah. is that like yeah. the thing that they did to you in the strip club? Well, yes, but not not quite like that. Yeah. So in that Kevin back room, they were doing Kevin. something to his butt stuff. Kevin, yeah, what do you th- Kevin. Michelle, what do you think of the revelation that uh, Kevin fucks? What do you think of that <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course he does. I mean, I is like that, he's is great. Kevin that... <laughs> would be a passionate and... Yes, he would. And he would be like wonderfully consensual. He's Again, literally, he's so, pro- he's programmed to the... uh, to be a friend. So he would yeah. inherently be a, a good partner. Yeah. He, he tried yeah. to help that lady with her shirt. Like that's the best way to get into someone's good graces to then have a good time. The way to get into someone's pants, someone's pants is to put on their shirt. Is yeah. what Michelle's saying. Exactly. Uh, I didn't know the shirt was the key to, to the pants. Yeah. Sets with the inner workings of a robot. You learn something new every day. I mean, this is space, so pe- people will be fucking lots of different types of yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what sci-fi has taught me about this. <laughs> space sex. Is, yeah. Yeah, this like, is normal. Kind of conversation between like Hugh being a stud versus Kevin. Clearly, Kevin is miles ahead in multiple departments here. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will not dispute that. Okay, thanks. But, bucks, okay, well, let's but get back can't to Hugh. That he's a better lover. That's a, let's get back oh, yeah, to Hugh yeah, in a second. Okay, um, and then uh, yeah, the, the 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 strip club and uh, oh yeah, the, the Clarence stuff and uh, well, okay, let's talk about the the dude and the chickadee. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Nightfall, uh, he lay, lays this poor poor guy out, and then. Um, the G- G- Gary, who else is with Gary? Who's little also Kato. little? He's, he's there the whole time. I, I forgot. No, Dylan. I think I just like I don't know what's wrong with me. For some reason, I thought he wasn't in the episode. That's we kept talking. Like, wait. Well, it's still like a, I guess it's still a meta joke in that he's just not a big part of the episode. Yeah, but he's I mean, like, kind still, of in like, the background. He was there. Like, I think my brain just deleted him from. I I, I believed you. I didn't. I hadn't nope. thought of that that he yeah. wasn't there. But I believed you because he's yeah. not. I believed myself, and then as soon as you start talking, I'm like, "Wait, well, what? He was he here the whole time." But yeah, I guess he was. Okay. Again, Correction: This is, this is the first the episode time. in a while that Gary and Little Cotto are background characters. And you know. well, I still think Little Cotto's yeah, Little Cotto's great. But Dylan, Little Cotto for best supporting character. But Dylan, the point is that when Nightfall punches guy out, she does it after he says "milady" to her. Yeah, I didn't notice the "milady" part. Rip. 
Yeah. We're, we have to have to go back now, Dylan. Like yeah, I, have you I noticed I, in I the show times I wasn't sure that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. So the important the, the gag though is that uh, Nightfall is like uh, being a normal person in an action movie and just uh, punching a random guy to get the thing, and then they're like, uh, "Why? Why'd you do this?" Uh, it's, it's, uh, like they're being nice, and it's like uh, I think this works for Gary's character now because he is a lot nicer and. Uh, uh, like, uh, uh, oh, oh, Old yeah, Gary uh, would not have uh, been so concerned for this guy, but uh, season two Gary, I believe it. I'll just say that I agree with Sarah that the opening to that joke makes Gary and little Kyle's defense a lot weirder in terms of like defending the, the being like, Hey, it wasn't so bad that you needed to punch him, you know? So like, I, I get what you're saying. Like without that, it's just like a general action movie trope thing. Yeah, That's what but I like read the, it as not the, noticing the lady. Right. But that, that opening colors the whole, it's steady yeah, defense of I, the guy a lot. Cause, Cause Dylan, I like the joke, but like, it just sours it because of how it started. Like, like if, if, if she just punched him and he said nothing, like, I think this joke would just land better. Like it just lands for me specifically. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's just, he just, even if he says milady still like, I, I don't think it's meant like that. It's just like, Oh, that word makes me very upset. Yeah. It's, it's, it's maybe no, we're not aware of the connotations of the word. I, I guess I agree with that, but um, I, I, I guess my read on the episode is it's what I said, but I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, at least like the intent. Of, no, no, I think no, the yeah, intent is yeah. definitely what you're saying. It just, yeah. I have, like, I think this is just like, it didn't play well for you. It just, yeah, it just yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also have the joke of uh, we're definitely gonna return. For, we're definitely <laughs> no! gonna forget to return to Chuck, Chucky. Yeah, we and forgot then it, something. And then at the end, I knew we forgot something. Yeah. yeah, this is. It's like what's weird about this joke is we haven't done this in Final Space before, where we always forget to give things back to people. Like this is like it's just like a tropey joke, like in action type yeah. things. Like you forget to to get to return a person's vehicle. So it, it's kind of weird because it's like in this scene we're making like action trope jokes we're not making like specific final space jokes um i still think they're funny um but i i feel like the show hasn't done this type of humor as much i don't know i don't i I just think like you you have to piece this out like because like if you you can't do trope humor an entire show because like then you just run out of tropes to make fun of but i mean if you piece it out in places that works like you just get episodes like this that are really really funny like if you find that's a good point yeah i I think it's it's a good usage in this episode yeah, yeah yeah like I think you can do this whenever you want, as long as you don't make an entire show about it. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, um, but I, I I liked I like both of these things. I also like the the chick the chicky the chick, yeah, it's, it's it's a weird thing. It's also like uh, has it's like disdain for them multiple yep. times in the episode. It's good animation with it. Um, okay, let's uh, we, t- we talked about Kevin and Ash saving Fox. Um, most of the the montage the the it's tritanium is the thing we're talking about. Um, yeah. Okay. And then the eating ashes there. We we've covered Kevin. Unsurprisingly, we've covered. covered we still not talked about the Hugh side story. Yeah, I- we're getting there. I'm going down that line. Okay. So uh, we talked about how are you? How are you so agile at your own age? And don't say sex stuff. <laughs> sex stuff. Yes. yes. This, this is the, this is the best Clarence fucking joke of the season. Yes, I agree. I agree. That it was. It was. It was. It was very good. Um. Oh, and then at the end, uh, Clarence t- t- tells them where Cheryl's going. So that's what we're doing next episode. Okay, we talked about everything except for Mooncake and Hugh, so let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I, I mostly want to talk about the last part of this, but we can talk about the uh, the, the hat, the Battle Royale tournament. Um, what an eerily convenient development. About the, <laughs> yeah. It's um, good. I like the uh, the announcer. with He just has a second head on his head. I, kind of, mm-hmm. I liked him. I felt very Rick and Morty, honestly. Just yeah, that guy was yeah, like a Rick and Morty guy. Yeah. That, that was very, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it's interesting because we contrasted it with Rick and Morty earlier. At least I did in terms of like humor style, but also sometimes because I mean they're both. But I mean like sci-fi is, space comedies. But like, I mean like uh, this is. I think this is just. I'm saying it's like Rick and Morty, just like the structure of it. But it's still like it's not like people are getting like their arms chopped off and their head like eyes aren't popping out of people's heads. Like this is like much more like restrained in that sense. Like this it's is much family like, friendly. Rick and Morty. Yeah, not kind of, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Except that Clarence sex Fox. stuff. Uh, Besides yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned for our Rick and Morty coverage in two months. So there you go. Um, mm-hmm. Which we like the show, despite. Oh no, I like the show too. I'm saying this is just a different tone. Yeah, and I think it's like refreshingly different. Yeah, I, I Rick agree. and Morty is maybe more of the the type of humor that's more typical these days yeah. on these types of shows. Um, yeah, with Hugh, Hugh, the bringer of the little baton, um, and yeah. of course he like he like accidentally wins, um, which is like yeah. But th- I like that they like of course that's where it's going is like everyone else kills each other around him, yeah. but like it just immediately happens. I think that's kind of a funny subversion. Um, and and yet like, he still has an ego about it because at the end it's like <laughs> I really am a god. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think this, this could this, also this guy like continues the trend of everything in this episode, like going one step further than you think. Like that the that he was this guy was running this thing to get a strong robot, and he just didn't watch the fight. Like he didn't, and he didn't <laughs> realize that you accidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that concept too. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the moment of Hughes like I am, uh, I am a god. I'm Mooncake. I love Mooncake's expression. I made this the screen cap, but Mooncake is like an amused skepticism of Hugh. Yeah, like it's- <laughs> So proud of him, though. <laughs> it's my favorite Mooncake expression. Uh, uh, he's proud of him, maybe. Yeah, Mooncake loves you. That's he the, does. Yeah, Alex, what do you think of this this friendship? That I'd say well, it's beyond budding at this point. I well, think it's uh, one of the strongest bonds in the show. I feel like I've already talked about this in a previous episode. They're the two neglected characters of this season, <laughs> yeah. so they feel kinship. They've both been abandoned by their best friends. Like Mooncake now barely gets any time with Gary. Hugh, nobody has time for him anymore now that he doesn't <laughs> have any use. So they feel like connection in that way. It's like, okay, well, at least we can watch out for each other if nobody's going to care about us anymore. So it makes sense that they're the best of friends. And I will say that Mooncake as a straight man, forget for Hugh is is a very excellent choice. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you wouldn't think Mooncake would be a straight man, but I think that's uh, I, th- I think it really works this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't like it's just so insane to like because the thing is the straight man doesn't matter what they say. Like I didn't realize that till this episode. It just yeah, Mooncake just has expressions. Yeah. yeah, you don't need the straight man to say anything. You just need them to be there and just ro- like just roll with it. And it's just like this works. I didn't know it could work, but it does. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Mooncake has personality. We just haven't used it in oh the season a lot. I'm still amazed that this worked. Like, I'm still stunned that this worked. Yeah, and there's more because, uh, yeah, we talked about the second part. The, uh, he used to get, they had to get the money from the tallest building, and then, um, uh, yeah, Hugh is their battle robot. And uh, I, oh, Hugh stretches to avoid the yeah. I didn't know Hugh had this fun- function of stretching down the building. I don't know if he knew about it before that moment, <laughs> frankly. Knew about no, but it. he did it with the taser. Remember, he stretched his arm to shock oh, no, up. that's true. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he was just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. Oh, rip, Hugh. They they they're heroes and they get medals and fifty thousand dropnoids um, and the hat um, and then okay we've gotten to the most important part at the end she was like <laughs> all right this is why we play the game it's really funny honestly what is this <laughs> it's so ridiculous is this a reference what <laughs> I'm so confused he thinks of being cool it's his own weird like 
language for it. Like, also, yeah, this I, entire what, view plot was kind of a video game plot. So right, they, right, they, yeah, they, what, they won the video game. They did yeah, what I thought of is like this is like Legend of Zelda, like that, like the and then the screen of you holding the object. Like I guess that's what that was, right? Yeah. But I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That's Monai reaction. I was stunned because I. I was a hundred percent sure you were gonna say the most important part of this is the mention the cops mentioning that this is why their economy is crumbling. Like that's <laughs> yes, what I'm, that's I'm awesome. sure you were gonna latch onto that. I think that was a little bit of a typical joke. I did like it, but uh <laughs> But if you think it's your kind of joke, that's what I mean. It was good, it was good. Uh, I, but this, I was too struck by the weirdness of this sending <laughs> to <laughs> okay. the spotlight. Because I didn't even notice this. No, the guy go back and watch this. It's it's I it's, Alex is a big Hugh stand. Is this a good Hugh moment? Yes, because they're all so happy together. Like, human yeah. can get to have, like, f- see fireworks of themselves in the sky. Finally, something right is going for them. Sure, accidentally. But it, it <laughs> went right for them. And so I'm glad to see my boys get a little bit of happiness in their lives before everything goes back to shit again in the next two episodes. Uh, there's one uh, human moment we didn't mention where they were in the building, and he comes to the realization that it's a, that it's a, a robbery, and he's just like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Like He's like malfunctioning yeah. in the middle of this like gunfight. Isn't that so, what Hugh always says, though? Oh no, oh no. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think that was due for him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Hugh gets a cute little hats that sometimes it's about the little things in life dylan that and ava fighting. thought it was working yeah i guess yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. well yeah, a- ava like... finds hugh's patheticness cute and so i guess that fits in he's like it's working already yeah uh-huh. <laughs> no more talking about that please. <laughs> was that your reaction michelle to that <laughs> ava just wants to dominate you no, I, I just, whoa. Let's move on. whoa i can't handle this we should talk about big and small again that's what we really need to do mm. big and small and michelle I'm, you were the one of, never mind it's not worth it it sounds familiar the big this was yeah, from star, star versus like michelle was obsessed oh it's from star oh, okay, yeah. oh, okay we don't no one watches but, that was different isn't Ava big because she's the shape yeah, yeah, she's small? So but Ava, her size body. isn't physical as much exactly. as, it is, as it is metaphorical, you know? It's like exactly. Ava is a larger-than-life concept, whereas Hugh has been reduced to this very small physical representation of what he used to be, you know? So there's just a, a large disparity in the power dynamic that maybe Ava appreciates. Who knows? Uh, I want Ava to do cool ship things that don't involve her fucking Hugh, please. I, uh, she does them. She's just, she's just not vocalizing them. She's just, <laughs> uh, instantaneously. Uh-huh. What if Ava and Kevin hooked up? Oh hell yeah, I'd support that. <laughs> I, I like Michelle's change in time. Good lover, like he like, treated her right. Wait, okay, Michelle, would there be anyone Kevin could hook hook, hook up with that you would be upset with? Um, we ship Kevin and Gary though, right? I don't yeah. ship. I don't ship Kevin and Lil Kano because he's underage. Okay, yeah. okay, that's not fair. That's not anyone who is of legal age. Would you be upset with them getting with Kevin? Clarence I, and Kevin would be tough to defend. I mean, yeah, not Clarence, and also I'd say like Tribor is so into himself. Like, oh, I Tribor and Kevin would be such a good Tribe. Ship, Tribor could, could maybe. Wait, where's Tribor? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I genuinely don't know what happened to Tribor. It's been an hour and a half. Come on, Dylan. No, seriously. What happened? Why wasn't he in this episode? He's on an important mission that'll be revealed next episode, probably. Was there, like, was this set up that he should be? No, he's just gone. He's just 
is. No, I was I missing something? We had labor. We, we had a week off. Like, am I just not remembering where Tribor should be? There are so many characters they can't afford to do them all well in one episode. That's all. I, I'm jet. No, like seriously, where's <laughs> they had to? Have, they he couldn't have just written him off for an episode. Stuff. He was on no, side adventure last week either. I, I swear we're missing something. So let's take, keep track of this. The last Tribor appearance was him receiving that lady who was obsessed with him, right? That's it. And then he was yeah. Which episode was that in? Was that in... Um... I think that was two episodes ago. Yeah. Was he in the last episode? No. No. I just, don't. I just watched the last episode like two hours yeah, ago. You, you marathon the, where, when? Yeah, where, what happened to Tribor? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Did the show, I, has the show said where he went? No, no. no. Watch don't he, he didn't. Dis- he just is gone. Yeah, don't worry. No, I'm. I'm distraught. <laughs> I, I'm a big stan. How did I not notice he was gone? Because you're not that big of a stan. You're just I being guess ironic. I'm not that big. Of, I, okay, don't uh, d- don't uh, d- reveal the secrets of my podcast character. That look, I'm, me, uh, I'm Michelle, uh, you like earnestly loves Kevin. I That's earnestly yeah. love you. So you can't go infringing on our territory trying to claim that with tribal. When okay, it's okay, okay, okay. Go back to the season I, one podcast. I've I mean, always tried to stay. Mel, I remember Mel really loved tribal. Mel also yeah, Mel's up for Tribor. I don't know about Dylan. No, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, I've always loved Tribor. Dylan, what, no, do you actually think- what do you mean you, you're trying to stand Tribor? How can you not? <laughs> There's the proof. Seriously, I'm just baffled that they wrote Tribor off the show and I didn't realize it. They didn't say anything. Like, they just started the next How did they- God. I swear we must be missing a reference to him being good. Like, no, we're no, not. No one even mentioned him. I know, but in the episode, he went away, and it must have been like, okay, I'll go. I'll be he might have said, like, I'm going on a secret mission. Like, I think he said that to the lady, because like, he said, like, I can't, I can't, like, have a relationship with you, because I'm too, like, he, yeah, he that, met. Right, that was the last, tra- and and the dinner, was that the last scene? Like, yeah, your no, dinner? No, and then I think he, like, in the dinner, he mentioned that he had something he needed to do, and then, like, he's just gone from there on. Like, for. Oh my God. I can't believe it took until the end of a second podcast of that Tribor for me to realize he's, he's not. It's there. almost like he doesn't matter. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm like my worldview has been shifted by this. Well, get like, back. how did this happen? How did this happen? So oh we my. gotta close out this podcast. <laughs> how can I close the podcast? When, how can I close Maybe it when Triber was still not here? There's a missing deleted scene where Triber was in the back room of that strip we club. Kevin Moore. We should trap Michelle here. No, don't you yeah. dare! I. <laughs> okay, Michelle, what's your final sentence on this episode? <laughs> Kevin save the day again. He deserves the medal from whatever Titans left, even if it's the sketchy Bobo one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the finale also. Okay, yeah, two more left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex. Uh, Hugh is a beautiful little creature um, that deserves to be protected. Um, I, at this point, I'm going to preemptively say that I'll, I I think I'll be fine if he doesn't show up in the next two episodes just because this one was so good. And I know they don't like Hugh, so I'm kind of like preparing myself for there not to be any Hugh. But I'm fine with it because this episode was a lot of Hugh and it was really good. Uh, dimensional keys, they're a thing. We'll get yeah. to them. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl is a thing. I suppose I'll try to care about her. Uh, Gary and Quinn is a thing. I'll try to care about that. Uh, I think it's just a thing where 
this episode was really great because it focused a lot on the side of characters I do care about. I do care about Hugh. I do care about Kevin. I kind of care about Fox and Ash a lot more than some of the main characters. So the, I think that the show has done a good job with that. I hope that they are still around and not sidelined in these finale episodes, although it might be inevitable that they do have to get sidelined to focus back on Gary and Nightfall and the main people. So we shall see. We shall see. But uh, uh, this episode was really good. I'm just afraid that this is going to be my favorite of the last three. Mm. Okay. Well, Owen, Owen says the finale is going to be really good. So I have faith. I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Sarah, final thoughts. Uh, I marathoned all this and I had a lot of fun with it. I can see the frustration for some of these episodes I watched being like that they were like kind of slower on their own but like having marathon like everything up to like this it's just this season's really good and I really liked a lot of it it's just a really fun season and I don't I, I don't really have much more to say than that I just this episode just feels like a really really good episode of television this feels like maybe I think the best episode of the season wow Okay. I might put it at like number three or something. I, I don't know. I don't. I have to. Dylan, everything's everything's like kind of blended together right now. Cause I just marathoned everything. Did you love? Did you love the uh, the the little Kado uh, stuck in time as much as I did that episode? The one where um, they went. Oh, oh, that episode's amazing. But it's just a complete. Yeah. It's it just like that. It, it's so that that episode's like also really amazing. It's just they're such different episodes. Like that one's just very different. Very like different. that one's really really good. Like from like a not really comedic standpoint, but this one is, and it's like. It just depends on what you want, I think. Like, right now, I've wanted a comedy episode. Like, that's this amazing. But that episode's just actually, like, a really good sci-fi, like, episode of television. Which is really strange for this. Like, just not what I was expecting. It's yeah, just, I think that's what the show's trying to do. So I Yeah, think, no, like, I think uh, it is. Yeah. It just, and I like that I can have that those differences. And it's just that right now, I want this comedy episode. So it's my favorite right now. Okay. Yeah, and I, I think it was very, very strong from that perspective. I did very much like the setup. Let us know what you thought of this episode at OverlandMinute.com on YouTube. YouTube.com slash overly animated um or on our discord at discord.com slash or overly animated.com slash discord for the invite link um you can support us via patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patrons especially our patron the podcast shin aka shingeki no kyojin and thanks as always to our patron executive producers ryan steve alex patrice you michael and needle um be back next week to talk about the uh second to last episode of the season almost almost ending and uh, we will have a screener for that, so it'll probably be up right after the episode. So um, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.